Hey crew, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Pardon My Pancreas podcast. Today we're talking type 1 diabetes and the blood sugar roller coaster, more specifically how to get off the blood sugar roller coaster. If you're unfamiliar with what that is, it means when blood sugars go up and down all day, all night, and it's just a wild, frustrating ride. No one likes it. It's This is more important to get off the roller coaster so you can enjoy life again. So today we're talking specifically about how to smooth out blood sugars. One strategy that I've been using recently, a story tied to it, and towards the end of the episode, be sure to stick around. i got a special opportunity for you if you want to dive more into the details about how this works and why blood sugars are so difficult to control oftentimes. But before we get to that, I want you to open up with the theme song and then we'll jump into our story. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, crew. So a couple days ago, my buddy and I were mountain biking and uh, we went to a new trail we weren't super familiar with. We'd heard about it. We'd seen it once before, uh, but this time we wanted to explore a few of the different offshoots in the trail and this trail system that we had discovered. So initially we thought it was one trail downhill, hit a couple jumps and you have fun, go up and down a few times. But after going through it once, I realized, you know, out of my peripheral vision, there's multiple opportunities to veer off the trail, hit different jumps, different drops, different hills entirely, and uh, I wanted to check it out. <laughs> and so as we're going down, uh, I decided to go down one of the first left-hand offshoots that I had seen, and uh, right off the bat, it looked incredibly fun. And my buddy followed behind me. He decided to take a slightly different path, but same direction. We're both barreling down the hill, tight corners, big jump. We're both hooting and hollering, just, whoa, like having the time of our lives. And then out of nowhere, <clears throat> ran into a bush <laughs> there was just a tree and rocks and there was just a whole mess of forest in front of me that had not been cleared now, now thankfully i did see it with enough warning to hit my brakes i slammed the brakes skidded and uh, avoided a full-on collision but you know i got a little scraped up and i uh, kind of laughed and i was like that was weird i thought this was an actual trail right and uh, i noticed to my right i could hoof uphill to get back to another trail and I looked over my buddy and he had also run into an area that was not quite finished. Uh, the trail builders did not get that far. And so we hiked up to a new trail, got back on our bikes, started downhill, hit the first corner, and then pff, again, another bush with a log across the path. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, so we kind of laughed it off like, hey, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. How about you? Uh, good. Yeah, my trail was not finished yet. Uh, we're gonna have to hike back up to the beginning of the trail. Okay, let's go back, right? We get back to the main trail, start heading down and uh, decide to be adventurous once more and hit a right side of the path this time. And this one was much more smooth, built out, you know, somebody had clearly built this with intention to be ridden and was ready to be enjoyed. So we ended up finishing the path. It was amazing. Uh, in fact, I've got some GoPro footage of that trail. Uh, I, I did not get the footage of the bush. I accidentally deleted that one. Uh, I think that's for the best though. No one wants to see a crash, <laughs> but I'm gonna throw up some footage right here if you're watching on YouTube of uh, just going down the turns and kind of enjoying it. Uh, I'm gonna keep it muted though because I was having the time of my life hooting and hollering and yelling. So 
the way we can focus on the video. But the point of this is that as you're going down the mountain, there's a lot of different options, right? Some of the options are good. Some of the options, not so much. Yes, you can stay to the tried and true path, but sometimes you have more fun and you get to enjoy the adventurous side of things when you do veer off the path. But that's not without its danger, without its risks of being spontaneous, right? Having that adventurous spirit. Now, with diabetes, we've got this tried and true path, right? A lot of times the doctors are going to recommend something similar, which is eat low carb, stay away from all the fun stuff and try not to get complications, right? Lower your A1C. <laughs> There's this very generic plan that's given to us uh, upon diagnosis, which is good. It's a good start, right? Uh, but a lot of us want more out of life than just doing the same thing and eating the same thing and taking the same insulin every day without question and living the same day over and over and over again until life is no more. That doesn't sound fun to most of us. And so we venture out. Uh, the only issue, though, is that when we venture out, we don't always pick the right path. And what I wanted to share with you guys today is that with diabetes, uh, you have a path to pick, but each path requires a different skill set. Now, the path that I went through with mountain biking, I, I did not come equipped with the tools necessary, which in this case would be a chainsaw <laughs> because there were trees across the path, right? But had I been prepared for that, I would have been able to make the best of that situation, stick around, dig out a new trail, and then actually ride the trail that I built myself, if that were the case. Uh, but I prefer to, to actually ride the trails and have some fun. So with diabetes, instead of having to dig out the trail yourself, there's two ways you can go about life with diabetes. One is to learn from the experts and people who are living with diabetes and doing it themselves have proven out the paths and in this case, dug out the path, the trail, right? So that you can enjoy it with minimal effort. So I like, I like to pick those ones, right? Ride the trails that were already dug out so I don't have to put the work in. And so if you're looking to do that, that's where you hire a diabetes coach, an expert, a consultant, someone to help guide you along that path who's done the work for you. Second option is to do your own work, right? In this case with mountain biking, it would be to bring a shovel, a chainsaw, and just all the tools and spend, you know, two, three days digging out those trails. With diabetes though, it's a little bit more complex. The reason being is that you're dealing with your health, you're dealing with uh, a medical condition that can be dangerous and life-threatening, and three is that there's a lot of conflicting information out there as to what are the correct paths that you can take. Now, we're going to skip over that section for now, we can come back towards that later, but when looking at which of the paths to take, I want you to realize that every decision you make is you picking a path. Okay, so keep that in mind as we kind of get through this next section. When you pick a path or make a decision with your diabetes, what you're looking at is the total impact this decision is going to have on your blood sugars, right? So if my blood sugars are trending downwards, okay, we'll call that path one, I can choose which way to go from there, right? If it's going down, I can choose to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I can choose to go eat glucose tabs, drink a juice box. Um, you know, if we talk about all options possible, we can set a temporary basal rate if you're on an insulin pump. We can choose to uh, reduce our bolus if a meal is coming up. Uh, if you really want to get into it, we can look at very intense anaerobic conditioning that might change the trajectory of that blood sugar. A lot of different options, different paths that you can take. But the thing is, you got to match up the path with the tools that you have right and the desired outcome of course that you're after so if i am and what i mean by this we'll, we'll back it up for a second in this example if you have a low blood sugar or in the example itself your blood sugar is starting to head towards a low so you're not low yet 
you have to know which path to take to match up with that specific low. See, not all low blood sugars are the same. We have an entire episode on that specific topic because different lows require different treatments. Some lows are urgent and require immediate attention. Some lows are brought about very slowly. And you can kind of take your time with it, find a snack that you enjoy and sit down and watch a TV show. It's not as big of a deal, right? Uh, you know, is there insulin on board? Is there an activity present? There's a lot of different factors to consider, but you have to know which of those paths matches up with your tools and your desired outcome. Okay, now back up again, we're going back to the main path, looking at a higher blood sugar. Well, what's gonna happen if we want to treat the higher blood sugar and it doesn't go the way we want it to go? Do we stack insulin? No, <laughs> I'm just gonna answer that one for you. Uh, do we go for a walk? Do we drink more water? Do we do X, Y, Z strategies that are a bit off the beaten path, right? It's about picking the right path for your scenario. That's step number one. Now, step number two is realizing that whichever path you pick, it, uh, it's difficult to reverse whatever decision you have made with diabetes. You know, if you go and drink a juice box, well, that juice box is now consumed. <laughs> you can't undrink a juice box. Similarly, with the higher blood sugar, you can't take insulin and then untake the insulin. It's in there. It's doing its work, right? So if you pick your path incorrectly based on the scenario, you now have to deal with those results, with that outcome. Similarly, when I went down the wrong path, I thought it was the right path, but my own ignorance got in the way because I did not map out the whole trail system. I just went for it, right? And oftentimes with diabetes, you can feel like that. You ever feel like you're just trying to do things trial and error with diabetes? It doesn't quite go the way you expect it to. That's what happened to me when I was mountain biking. See, I went down this path confident. Hey, this looks like somebody's ridden this multiple times before until, I smacked into a bush, right? Uh, thankfully, again, there was no danger there, but with diabetes, different story. If you make the wrong decision, take the wrong path, there can be dangerous outcomes. You have to be aware of those. So instead of you know just going uh, all out and picking a path and committing to it, you either gotta find an expert who can teach you these things and guide you along the safe path that's tried and true, can walk you through towards those desired outcomes, or you gotta learn about it before you recklessly endanger yourself, right? Looking at, uh, instead of taking an absurd amount of insulin to bring down a high blood sugar, you got to look into the role of insulin, the timing of insulin, the combination of insulin plus other variables, right? A lot of different things to look into before jumping into these new paths, into these new decisions. Uh, and I know we're getting into a bit of the conceptual side of diabetes, where it's more of a thinking concept of picking your path, making decisions, what are the variables that are going to be you know, part of this decision. But I want you to realize that as you pick these paths, some of them are irreversible and you now have to deal with that path. Like I said, if you take insulin, you can't untake it. If you drink juice box, you can't undrink that juice. Yes, you can pivot from that moment, but that means you're picking a new path based on the new given data. So as far as getting off the blood sugar roller coaster, oftentimes once you start on that roller coaster, you get to the, oh shoot, I shouldn't have to drink in that juice. Oh shoot, I took too much insulin it's difficult to get back on the main path without pivoting correctly. And the more times you have to pivot, the more difficult this process gets, right? Especially if you're swinging from high to low to high to low. Now you're aiming for a moving target. Let's take a 250 blood sugar, for example. You take a correction, nothing happens. You wait a few hours, you're still stuck. You give another correction. Now it's starting to work. You think, okay, maybe I need some more. 
you make a bad decision, give some more insulin. Well, now you're cramming blood sugars down. That's the wrong word. Now you're you're falling, slamming, whatever. You're dropping like a rock. Blood sugars are headed towards a low. You freak out because you realize you took too much insulin. Remember, stacking insulin is a dangerous thing. Well, now you drink too much juice or too much glucose tabs or cake or whatever it is. Oops, wrong path, right back up. Or maybe you used the wrong kind of food. Maybe the scenario didn't match with your path. You have to look at the entire situation. So as far as how to get off the blood sugar roller coaster, first step is to understand the paths that are present. Second step is to understand where they are going to lead you. If you take a specific path, you got to understand where is the trajectory of my blood sugar going to go? This is where you have to have some foresight, right? Looking into where am I going to predict blood sugars are going to end up based on my existing knowledge of these paths, right? So if I decide to take insulin, well, where do I expect my blood sugar to end up? If I am going to drink half of a juice box, well, how far is that likely to send my blood sugar? Do I need more? Do I need less? It's all a big trail system, just like mountain biking, right? If you can map it all out, you're going to be able to see clearly which paths are the right ones to take for you for that unique situation. See, and that's where a lot of people get lost. Every situation with diabetes is 100% unique. Why? Because you are unique. Those set of variables are unique. The combination of variables are unique. See, it's not always going to be the same insulin with the same food, with the same amount of stress, with the same amount of sleep, with the same type of workout. Those are all moving variables. So the combination of these variables are going to be at a different concentration, right? A different percentage of this is uh, I'm more active today versus yesterday. I had a lot more food yesterday than I did today. They're all going to be different. So every situation is truly unique, which means you need to have that quote unquote trail system mapped out for you, right? So that's where we come back to like finding an expert or doing your research. Unfortunately, as it turns out, you do have to put work in if you want to figure out your diabetes, because most of us are not getting that high level of support that we need from our medical teams. And if you are, very excited for you, very happy. But the reality is most of us do not have medical teams that are in our lives. And to be quite honest, it's not their jobs to be, right? To be checking in every day. Hey, how's the diabetes going? What'd you learn today? It's on us to do our own research, right? They get us started and it's our job to get us to that top-notch level of fully understanding what these variables are, how they're gonna impact blood sugars and how to map out our trail system so that we can get off the blood sugar roller coaster so you understand at that point that if you are headed you know double arrows down because you took too much insulin from a high blood sugar you don't have to cram juice in your face and then go right back up there's a better way to do this thing but you got to understand each path not only has its pros and cons but also has its level of pitfalls and benefits right where there are dangers dangers associated with these choices there are also wins associated but you got to map it out Okay, that's a big differentiation that I want you to see. It's not just pick a path and go for it. It's pick a path and know why you picked it, right? Don't do so blindly. Don't do what I did because you'll end up crashing into a bush. Uh, it's going to sneak up on you. Except with diabetes, crashing into a bush can be a much more significant event. And I want you to avoid those things, All right? So take these turns slowly. Pick your path wisely. Understand that blood sugars are going to change on a day-to-day -day basis. But if you understand what you can expect with these different paths, it's more likely that you'll be able to smooth them out. Now, this is step one of a three-step process that I'm going to be going over uh, actually end of this week. 
and I'm going to be doing a live training on how to get off the blood sugar roller coaster. One of these concepts is how to pick your path, understanding what the different options are for your path, how to identify those paths, realizing that, you know, if I exercised recently and then I'm going into a low, well, then I'm going to need a different amount of sugar and a different type of low treatment if I'm headed into that low, right? You have to understand how to make these micro adjustments and see the whole picture if you expect to smooth it out. No more reacting to blood sugars. It's got to be a plan. It has to be calculated. There is no fly by the seat of your pants with this thing if you expect to have precise control. And that's what we're going to be going over. How the heck do you stop the roller coaster and get off so that your blood sugars can smooth out and you can save the day? I don't know about you, but it seems like when blood sugars start crazy, they continue crazy for the rest of the day. This training is going to help you avoid that. So if that sounds like something you're willing to put the work in for, because you're going to have to like take notes and actually implement, right? You can't just listen to the cool stories like, oh, Matt almost crashed his mountain bike. This is going to be something that you have to implement, right? It's my action takers. But if this sounds like something that's useful for you, I know the blood sugar roller coaster messed me up for years. It's one of the most frustrating things ever going up and down all day long. It is exhausting. If you're looking to solve that problem, Go to t1duniversity.com right now. T1D University, T1D like type 1 diabetes, right? So t1duniversity.com, grab your ticket. It is a live recording. I will be teaching. We're going to keep the chat and the Q&A open throughout the entire presentation. I'm going to get into as many questions as I can. This is something we don't usually do, but because this is such a key complication just with diabetes that everyone seems to have a struggle with i want to address it i want to share with you guys the method and the frameworks that i use to get off the blood sugar roller coaster so head over to t1d university real quick grab your ticket before they go out uh, i know that we've opened it up to a few of our our newsletter subscribers i think 27 people already grabbed their tickets so spots are kind of limited uh, but do grab that before they fill up so you can show up live and if you can't make it live uh, there's actually a recording we're going to put out and give to everybody who has a ticket. All right. So uh, I'm not going to tell you the time. Go look on the page. Make sure that you are going to have uh, a benefit with this because I want you to enjoy it, but also be able to use it to better your blood sugars that they're not as stressful in your lives. So you can avoid the pitfalls like running into a bush <laughs> when you're mountain biking. So last time t1duniversity.com head over there grab your ticket for how to get off the blood sugar roller coaster masterclass. i'll see you over there be sure to say hi let me know if you're in the training while we're going live super fun to see you guys in there and have a fantastic rest of your day oh and of course i almost forgot <laughs> this is a close one uh with every week going live with these podcast episodes uh, we've been doing this for a couple months now every week i share my clarity report so you can see what my blood sugars look like and uh this last week was both very exciting and saddening at the same time we got this one right here clarity report is at 99 percent oh my goodness we were so close <laughs> this has been a goal of mine for years is to hit 100% for seven days in a row. I was this close. And of course, uh, this is with the mountain biking, going out to eat, you know, date night and having all this great fun. Uh, you do not have to stick to that tried and true path for your entire life with diabetes and keep it boring and monotonous. You can live your best life. You just gotta know which paths to take and how to take those paths and make it right for you. All right, so, I mean, 99%, 
pretty epic. Uh, I'm stoked about it. A little bit sad I couldn't get to 100, but I also didn't know it was there. It was a complete accident. And so uh, if you're looking for something like that, get better control, have that precision, understand your blood sugars on a deeper level, do head over to t1duniversity.com right now. I'll see you over there. Have an amazing rest of your week and keep up the fight.